0: Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Grizz Next Gen Podcast. We are back, and we're back with good news, because last night, Grizzlies have advanced in the, in the first round uh, by beating the Timberwolves in six. Uh, it's your boy, Steez. I'm with my boy, Brad, as always. Hey, what's up, Brad?
1: What's going on, guys? Just, just, just woke up feeling great, man. Hey, we in the second round
0: yeah you, so you said you couldn't watch the four quarter of the game because I know the games be going on late for you yeah. um thankfully that that's one positive about me because Grizzly fan in the west because I to get to watch the games on like good times where I'm just not where I don't have to worry about like ten o'clock uh games and stuff like that but yeah, yeah so last night we beat the terminals in six uh our predictions were wrong we'll go and we'll go and admit that <laughs> uh you said four I said four, five with the possibility of four um and that did not. That not. That those predictions were already cooked by the first game. Uh, at yeah. least the sweep was, and the, if mm. it, I was still had faith that we could win it in five after the first game. But uh, it was a it was a very messy series from the Grizzlies. Like mm. th- I would say, out of the six games we played, it felt like last night's game and the second game of the series were the only games where I f- where I really felt like I was watching the Grizzlies play good basketball for pretty much the whole game. Like like Grizzlies basketball for pretty much the whole game because. Mm. May- most of these games, we just did not look like the Grizzlies. We were, we were lost. Uh, I was really confused what I was watching out there, especially okay. some of these were just so concerning. And the fact that I said that we only looked at the Grizzlies for two of the games, but we won the series in six, um, tells a lot about the team. I, I mean, it tells me a lot to say, like, I, can, I just can't, I just can only hope that we show up for this next series, which we're going, mm-hmm. we're going to get into. And if we show up, then. It's gonna it's gonna be scary for these other NBA teams, but uh, I guess we just get right into it. Um, reactions to the first round. Uh, do you want me to start this? I guess we just kind of kind of go on a rant, um, in, in some way, but also you know we'll end it off on a positive for sure. Uh, so I'm gonna start off by giving the Timberwolves props. As much the as Timberwolves were pissing me off and the fans were you know pissing me off. I mean, guys, I get I, I guess it's just you know trash talk back and forth. It's not it's not th- nothing too serious. But uh, the Timberwolves, yeah, like I give them their credit. They're 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 for sure uh, amazing first round opponent. They give the they get the Grizzlies a lot of problems, and we had to make a lot of adjustments to get past the series. Uh, and yeah, like the Tim, the Timberwolves just it was wasn't a good matchup, and I don't, I don't know why. I just couldn't. I just didn't think this team was going to be able to um, stay with us. I thought we were going to for sure just be the better team because. Just how, just how the Grizzlies play, the Grizzlies play a very annoying, like, the, they're very annoying to play against because we're just such a good hustle team or we're a good second uh, chance team. Um, we do the, we, we just do the gritty work, and that's a team that you just don't want to go against. Well, for a lot of these games, the Grizzlies does not look like that, and the Timberwolves took advantage of that. The first game, it was just, it was just a bad game. All it just felt like a terrible game. We didn't look like ourselves at all. Uh mm-hmm. Literally everything the Grizzlies, everything that me and you said the Grizzlies had to do in the playoffs, that first game we did not do that any of those at all. The the win the first round we didn't do any of those, mm-hmm. uh, and I guess the big the big one of the biggest things about the p- series was Steven Adams got uh just completely took an out of rotation. He not mm-hmm. even coming off the bench. He came off the bench I think in game four for a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was a tiny bit. It wasn't even the full game. It was just it was just like. Yep. Uh, he has had a little, a little tiny bit of minutes, and then we get the rest of Tillman. Maybe I, I think it's basically just because of foul trouble. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Stephen Adams is out of the whole of that whole series because it was just a terrible matchup for him. We know he played back against the Timberwolves for those other games, yep. but you gotta understand this is the playoffs. We gotta make adjustments after each game. We can't, we can't just you know keep playing the same lineup and after every game. Like it's all, it's all, it's all a strategy with these teams. Like these teams have to make these changes after each, each and every game uh, yep. to. To really, To really change it up and get these wins. And Steven Adams was not cutting it because for uh, the first game, it, he didn't look like even like, he wasn't even doing the stuff that he usually does. He looked stiff mm-hmm. out there. The guy's the best way I can put it. He wasn't getting offensive boards at all. Uh, mm-hmm. He he w- he was just getting out. Cat was cooking him, which obviously is the main reason why he couldn't play this series because Cat, you know, goes out to perimeter and... He's his his game yeah. is just not good g- g- not good for Steven Adams at all. Like Stephen Adams is not defending that. He wants to stay inside, mm-hmm. but cats cat's cats make him go out. And once once Steven Adams is out is out there, it's it's he's burnt toast. It's out. It's it's done from there. He's cooked. Right. There's no way. Uh so Steven Adams is is completely out the series. Uh all around, the whole series, it was a mess because we could we couldn't stay out of foul trouble. Uh fouls mm-hmm. just kept coming. I I remember in this in the last episode we did talk about how we needed Jaron to stay out of foul trouble. Well, that did not happen at all this series. Uh, even last night, don't get me wrong, Jaron stepped the fuck up last night. And we're probably going to talk about that game last night just as a just a little just a little more than the others uh when we get to that. But uh yeah, uh, Jaron stepped it up last night, but he was still in foul trouble. He had five fouls and I feel like every game he's had he he's he has had five fouls or he's either fouled out. And it's not good because we need Jaren to be on the floor. Like I even saw, I saw King of the four court tweeting it. He was so he was getting so frustrated watching Jaren because mm. he knows Jaren's such a talented player, but he his foul his fouling just can't it, it just take, takes it keeps him off the floor, and it's ridiculous because you can't be an all defensive player if you're not even on the floor. Jaron, that that's the big reason why Jaren didn't get a uh, defensive player of your consideration. If 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 it's my guess because. He just can't stay on the court. It's been a constant. It's been a constant that he's in foul trouble. He gets in for a little, fouls again, then he's, and then it just leads to him being out the game the whole game. Um, one of the games he played 17 minutes. That's terrible. We need Jaron playing. (laughs) Jaron playing 23 minutes is terrible. He had a game played only 23 minutes. Uh, that's just not acceptable. Jaron has to stay out of foul trouble. Um, I feel like, I feel like just us being a physical team is the reason why we, we do so much fouls. Uh, Dylan Brooks, another guy, I was fouling too much. Mm-hmm. Jaw was even fouling a lot in the start, and the fouls are just a constant um, negative that the that the Grizzlies just keep that the Grizzlies just can't stay off of. And I guess while we're on negatives, we'll talk about one thing that I know it's been bothering you, Brad. It's been bothering me. It's been mm-hmm. bothering every Grizzlies fan. It's it's one of the stupidest things that we just can't do. But it's hitting in free first. throws. This team cannot hit a free throw. For their lives. Dude, the free throws-
1: Wasn't it what was it game four too? Wasn't it game four where we had or was it game five that we missed maybe what was it like thirteen it was five. Like, yeah. 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 and I'll keep saying
0: it. I'm n I I, get, I i get that us being a second seed such a it's such a beautiful thing to see. The thing is though, we go down NBA history, there's no way there's a second seed that's a worse shooting a free throw shooting team than us. We we just do not take advantage of these free points, and it's actually ridiculous. And it, it's 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 just the most frustrating thing because it's literally called the charity line for a reason. Like mm-hmm. they're giving us points, and the Timberwolves love to give us points. Like they, they were like they we were on the line so much, and the refs, uh, refs were terrible. They were they were inconsistent. But there was and there were, I'll I'll admit there was games where they were favoring the Grizzlies for sure, and the Grizzlies mm-hmm. were getting to the line. Constantly, but we were not taking advantage of it at all. And that goes to a lot of players. Jock couldn't hit free throws. Um Kyle Anderson mm-hmm. wasn't hitting free throws. Dylan Brooks was missing free throws. Bain was hitting his his shots. Clark yeah, I, I look, Clark is not a good free throw shooter, so I wasn't expecting Clark to hit him. He, Clark hit his free throws this series, I'll say. He hit he 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 passed my expectations for first free throw shooting, but Besides that, I feel like everyone else just wasn't hitting free throws. Tillman out there, he's not hitting the free
1: throws. I think for Clark, like overall, like he way past like our expectations. Like overall, yeah, you know,
0: and we're and, and I I'm, I'm for sure bringing him up. Um, uh, but yeah, the that's that's basically my negatives right now. Uh, this team can't hit free throws. We're in foul trouble too much. Um, last last negative I gotta bring up. Uh, and I know you can agree with this. First quarters are terrible for us, and we are the—I I think we're the best re- first-quarter team in the league in the regular season. That's just not been—that's just not been the case at all in the playoffs.
1: Um, every single game, like, we start, like, it would just be a slow start. We'd be miss- missing, like, every single shot, like, easy shots that we would make in the regular season, we were just missing. Uh, we would be turning the ball over. Like, we—like, this whole series, like, another negatives. natives, we would, like— not trying to nag on Ja too much, but he would go into the lane sometimes just to drive, and he would just throw up like a wild pass or something like that, yeah. or a wild shot, and it would just be turnovers. Like, not smart. We weren't smart. Like this whole series.
0: Yeah, uh, that that that's basically the uh whole the whole like that's one of the main points about the first quarter is Jaw hasn't been aggressive. If it feels like coming out the coming out the gate. Like it, it's it's really just been. The first quarter, we just kind of been lost. Uh, we've had some good starts, like, and you really look at the best records we had in the series. It was the second game, and I'm trying to remember. It was first game. It wasn't bad either. But if you really th- if you look at those first two games, Jaw started the first quarter off aggressive, and he was he was getting his buckets. The game, these other games, Ja just didn't look like he wanted to be aggressive at all. Um, there was he wasn't. He didn't look like he was trying to score. Like I like I get it. Uh, ja was getting put on clamps and. It wasn't like it wasn't like a like a Durant or Trey Young kind of situation where Durant and Trey Young were just were they were breaking this whole these whole their whole series. Morant wasn't even trying to score in these games it felt like like he would have four shots going to halftime. Uh and that's just not that's that's I expect I expect more from Ja, especially because there's games this season where he shot 27 shots like four four in the first half is not not good and it, I, I guess the it kind of just got in his head to the point where it's like, oh, I'm I can't I can't even get to the lane. I can't even get to like the I can't drive in. Um,
1: no weird. It looks way, like he doesn't a weird way in this series. I feel like Jenkins had him more of like a facilitator than an a scorer because he saw like the adjustments yeah. that the Timberwolves were making. That's that's my opinion.
0: That's what that that, that, is, that is what it felt like
1: for sure. Um, like he kind of, I I just really
0: feel like he was at the point where he's like, I can't yeah. I'm not able to drive in, um and. Jod, ja, i just don't feel like he trusts his jump shot he yep. still doesn't trust his jump shot yet because he's not throwing up tr- jump shots that to the point of like if i feel like if Jod ja was able to just hit a couple jumpers in a row mm. then that's going to respect that's going to re- that's going to show the like hey give me some respect yeah. and the defense the defense changes after that I'm like we just mm. oh we can't we can't just be letting you get, uh, ja get these shots because yeah really Timberwolves all they got to expect the Jod ja to come off the screen at that point mm. like it, and it went, and once once they had the defense set up where he's getting double teamed after off every screen and he just can't mm-hmm. go anywhere, it just, that those led to either bad passes or him just, you know, being able to get the ball away. Uh, yeah, it, it was like, at, at that point, he just kind of lost his confidence. He wasn't being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, basically, he was just being up. He was being a just, he was kind of just getting assists out there. He was just playmaking. Uh, when it came to him actually go getting some buckets, he was not doing it at all mm-hmm. for a lot of these games. And, so many negatives for the Grizzlies.
1: In, in this the series, series, too, also, like, all those people that were just saying, oh, the Grizzlies are better without John Moran actually saw that we weren't. I like, feel like this was a series that definitely showed that. Because when, when he was on, like, last night in the fourth quarter, like, in some of these other fourth cars, like, game five, too, like, that's when you see how pivotal and important John Moran is to the Grizzlies. Yeah. There's also
0: some games, though, where John was playing so bad. That I feel like he was a big, he was pretty much the reason why we're down. Um, cause we're waiting for him to step up. And what was the game I was so mad about? I think it was the, oh yeah, it was game four. Mm. He, it felt like he was point shaving in that game. Like he, he was so bad <laughs> at, 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 in that game. And it, it, and it was just like the most frustrating thing I remembered. Like I was asking, like I was waiting for Jodges to just start stepping it up. Never did it. Uh, if he got outplayed by Jordan McLaughlin and Pat Bev, uh, Ugly game, but he he bounced back the next game. We know what happens. Job bounces back. Um, eighteen points in the fourth quarter, game winner. Mm-hmm. But overall, we even talked with uh, all that. It took us that long just to talk about the negatives in this series. So really, with all the negatives that we just talked about, you would think we lost the series, and it and it still it, it still does. I can't believe that we, because <laughs> <Well. laughs> yeah, because the the, neg- the negatives are are way are way more than the positives in this series. Um, we played terrible, and I'll, I'll go and admit that. Um, and I guess if we talk about why we won the series, the main reason I think we won this series is because the Timberwolves are uh, just choke masters.
1: They can't close like, games, like fourth quarters, like literally fourth quarters w- where we beat them. Like that's it-
0: there was a there was a bad a really bad mix in this series that the Timberwolves they they, they were they were they were just not a good fourth quarter team and they were choking games. And the Grizzlies happened to be a really good fourth quarter team this series. And something just clicked
1: once the fourth quarter started <laughs> that this team just always came back. And I think it was with, you know, Minnesota just being too comfortable, like laying back and kind of like being tired. Like, I feel like as y- like a younger squad, we kind of saw it last year's where, like, it was the end of games, we would kind of sag off against the Jazz or whatever. I feel like that's what we kind of saw with them as well. And the game that I just can't—it's <laughs> game three.
0: I'm pretty sure. I just can't explain. That game is still just—I I can't even explain that one. I, I wasn't—I was shocked about that game for a couple days. Like there, the fact that the Timberwolves got a twenty-six point lead, blew it. Then they gained a, another twenty-point lead, and then yeah. they blew it again. Is crazy. The final thirteen minutes of that game, we out—we outscored them fifty to thirteen. Yeah. The, like th- that is the craziest choke job I've ever seen, and I forgot, that, I'm cool. like, oh yeah, we we just cooked their like we like we ruined like it's over. This series, this series is ours because we just like cooked any confidence they had.
1: And they well, we scored 12 in that fourth quarter too, which is in the, in
0: in the second. Yeah, yeah. And, and and what's up? Ant threw up some bullshit at the end of the game that got them three another three. They really scored. It was it really like nine. Yeah. Like they so like yeah they won. I guess that like only scored 12. It was just. The ugliest four quarter I've seen from a team, from a team, man. Uh, I that that game is still just I can't believe it because no one really played good that game except for Bain and Clark, which you know was they they those two have been the have been them boys this series. So, but yeah,
1: dude, I like, gotta say it right now though, dude. Desmond Bain's my MVP for a series, hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah dude.
0: he's the best player in this series dude, if we're talking both dude.
1: teams. That dude right there, dude. Like I know, we said it, like going back to like some of our earlier episodes, like mid season. Like I remember, we were saying like we didn't even expect him to double his scoring average and be this big of an impact this year as we did um in the off season. Mm-hmm. Like I remember saying that I think he would be averaging like thirteen, fourteen, and then boom, like yeah, um, like we all
0: we like, obviously it. expect double digits from him this year. Um, take that low jump, but the jump that he took was. Because first season, when we saw Bane, we we thought Bane was a good rookie, but we, we really just thought, like, oh, hey, we got we got a really good spot shooter at the last pick of the first round. Well, we were wrong, because the Grizzlies have just developed him into a t- completely different player, and his game has expanded so much. And John Wayne gets the respect for giving him that uh, most improved player trophy after he won it, because... Bane, the the fact that Bane wasn't even uh, in consideration, he wasn't even the final candidates for most improved player is ridiculous because the dude, the dude, I'm talking about. If we're talking about any player in the NBA who's improved their game the most, it's Desmond Bane, and he and his stats would even show that jump to prove it. But Double if we're talking, but people have to understand most improved player. I'm not talking about like oh they improved by they scored these much points. I'm talking about they improved like their actual game. Bane was literally a spop shooter last year. That's all he was. There was there, but in this year, he's a completely different player. I feel like every part of his game has just blossomed into, some, into something completely different. And I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what, what kind of jump he's going to be able to make from this year to next year. Uh, which, Bane, yeah, like, he was for sure the MVP of this series. And, I think, and I'm not talking about, he was the best player of this whole series between both teams. Without a doubt, no. it it makes me re- it it is it just it's just so crazy to think because like if ja was ja, if you told me Ja was playing bad for like almost his whole series there's no way I think we can win there, like the if we had we need someone to step step up and like Bane really took the leadership it felt like this series like he was that dude um mm-hmm. so yeah Bane gets gets so much respect
1: and then on the but court, yeah uh, like um dude like a lot of the like chances that we got like even starting those runs were off like second chance points and second opportunities uh, that he provided with getting those boards. Um, I think he had like what two or three triple or not, not triple those Double two doubles. doubles in the series. I'm pretty sure two or three at least. Um. So yeah, that was, that was a big reason why we got those runs to get started and just Bane, you know, shooting those threes like how he's been shooting them and being able to make plays. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, like actually, while, while we're doing this, while we're doing this, Jaw, Jaw did it. Jaw did a jaw. He tweeted, but he 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 quote tweeted the Grizzlies' uh, tweet saying Jaw's stats, which was twenty-one, ten, eight in one and a half steals in the series, which is which 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 seems like pretty solid stats. They're, they're not they don't do justice though. He didn't play good this series. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he responded saying, damn, I play terrible. And I also saw his dad. I also saw his dad's interview, and his dad said that he played like trash. So it was. They they know. John knows he's he he's going to turn it up this series and I have complete confidence in that. But uh yeah, the the terminals were just they just choked completely in every game it felt like uh every time we got to the fourth quarter the game just com- was, it was a completely different game Grizzlies took over. And I've never been so confident about coming back in a game more down like 15. It just was that it just was that kind of feeling at that point.
1: Get like yeah. Game Five and Game Six. Like when we were down, I'm like, ah, uh, we're just gonna come back in the fourth quarter. I'm like, nah, we got it, we got it. And then it happened. Like <laughs> it's funny.
0: Like, like it was a fr- it was a frustrating series, but to get it in six with how bad we played
1: shows a lot about
0: this team. Like if we just if we just turn this turn this around, we're 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 good. We're solid. We're, we're like, and I'm telling you guys, that the next series against the Warriors. It's going to be it's going to be a a way better matchup in our it just should be a way better matchup for us because the Timberwolves are just not the best matchup and I've been saying that the Warriors' worst match one of the worst matches the NBA arguably is their worst matchup is the Grizzlies so let's move on to that mm-hmm. after last night we we clinched and the team that was waiting for us because they f- beat the Nuggets in five was the Golden State Warriors uh, and this is actually a ser- this is a series I've been kind of like predicting for a long time. Uh, it was kind of just like the expectation that we were going to play the Warriors in the second round. Like my dad, who is a Warriors fan, he's been talking about it all year. Like, oh, we're going to see, like, we three won them this year, but he's like, we're going to see if we're with them up in the playoffs and all this, and it yeah. happened. So we got we got Warriors and Grizzlies in the playoffs. This is going to be a really good series mm-hmm. for the fact that. Yes, the Grizzlies have played the Warriors really good these last couple years, and they've played them really well this year. But we had not played—we ain't played the Warriors once this year, fully healthy. I'm not sure if they played us once, fully healthy, because uh, I don't think we had Dylan Brooks. So—oh, no, one, t- one time we—no, no, Curry didn't play, though. So, yeah, yeah. we we have not—Curry has—Curry and Dylan Brooks have not matched up this year yet. We get to see the matchup again. I love the Curry and, and Dylan Brooks matchup because Curry's still obviously going to do Curry things, but— Dylan Brooks obviously makes his job way way harder than practically, any, practically dude. almost any defender that he kills against is, this and, and is a uh, in the season. Like, hey man, last
1: yeah, goes go say he met this fan last year. No, dude, that playing game, dude. He met this fan. Yeah, he
0: he's it. just he he's a player in the NBA that likes to guard Curry. Mm-hmm. Can't say that about he Can't say that about almost the whole NBA. There's not there's not many players out there that actually want to guard Curry. They want to take on that challenge. So, like that that's a ch- that's the matchup I love to watch right there is the whole Dylan Brooks and Curry, uh, and the, it's an interesting series by the way that we yeah we we've been beating them this year. The thing is though how built how built are the Grizzlies for the playoffs? Because we obviously don't look we don't look we didn't look the most we didn't look the greatest in the first round, and obviously we're the second seed. We have, we had some expectations going in, but you can tell we're still a team that's growing. And we're not, we're not, we don't look like we're built for the playoffs just yet. We still, we still, we still need more developing to do Uh, until we look like an actual, like, really polished playoff team. And I'm hoping that, that, that that changes the series. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, you got the Warriors who, the playoffs, it's nothing, it's, this is this, they, they're built for the playoffs without a doubt. They had... (laughs) They have the same player. They have almost the same players they had when the then the dynasty years. So they're just not. They don't got KD. They got certain players. They don't got, but they got. They still got the the Curry, Clay, and Draymond. We know that, uh, and 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 the experience just is through the roof compared to us when it comes to the playoffs, mm. especially when they got rings and on our team we don't got anyone for ring. Yeah. So this this it's gonna it's going to be a very interesting series, and if we're talking about keys to victory for winning this series. It shouldn't really be it, like it shouldn't really be that uh hard to think of because it's really the negatives that we just brought up in the last
1: year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, gotta make our free throws number one. Like, out of any, make our free throws, dude. I'm telling you, in that in that Timberwolves series, we could have been up so many times. Like, they were just giving us the game. Like we were just saying, like if we would have made our free throws, it would have made it so that we were in more comfortable range. Like even going in the fourth quarter, being up in the fourth quarter, like. there's so many instances where that would happen, and you know we had so many chances, and you know we have to convert those chances. This series, or we're gonna get cooked.
0: Yeah, like the free throws is the free throws is the one that's just like the most ridiculous one because you get to the line either way. Uh, Warriors are warriors are still a turnover heavy team. Take advantage of the turnovers. It's it's always it's always a big thing. The warriors like to kill turnovers, Mm -hmm. and. we, got, we just got to take advantage of those. A lot of the turnovers, you know, we, we need to get in the fast break because I know I love this team in the fast break. Uh, and I guess this is one question I got to give you because it's going... I, to me, I, I have... I've been having my answer for this one. Um, do you... Game one in this series tomorrow, do you think Steven Adams is back in rotation?
1: This is interesting since a different matchup. It would be... uh. It would be Dream... Yeah, Dream on. Um... Honestly, they, Looney, they have Looney. Yeah, Looney, That's Looney yeah, yeah. I get that mixed up. Uh, but yeah, Looney compared to Carl Anthony Towns. It's a lot easier a matchup mm-hmm. for Adams. Um, So, I don't know. I feel like it's going to kind of be, you know what? I know, I feel like it's going to start with Steven. I think we're going to put him in our starting lineup to start. But if he isn't showing up, like in the like, maybe first quarter and a half, then we put in Tillman. I think that's how that would go. I think that's that's how um, O'Jenkins would do it, just to test and see if, you know, maybe it was just a matchup for uh, Steven Adams, but now that he has he has yeah. an easier, you know, situation, see what he can do in that situation. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, to me, it, it's been... Like, I, I've seen the question around. To me, it's not been a hard question to me. I think he's going to be playing. Uh, Steven Adams is... Important player to our team. He's a important reason why we have fifty six win. He's a important reason why Jaws was averaging what he averaged this season uh, in the season that he had. And Stephen Adams is also a playoff. He's been in the playoffs a lot. He's 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 a, he's a guy that's like that. It, that I will say like he's he's been around for a minute to be one of those dudes that's like a playoff vet. And mm-hmm. I think it's just the matchup. Like Stephen Adams is going to be good against the Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors is one of those teams where Stephen Adams can really actually like eat against and get his boards and be if we're talking about when we're talking about steven adams dominant games uh, this board is one of those teams that he can have one of those like one of his best games of the seasons and stuff like mm. it, this is a this is a matchup i think steven adams likes uh compared to having to obviously guard cat when he has a guard cat it's just good he's rotisserie chicken against cat there's no way mm. like yeah. It, it, the whole, the matchup is completely different. I think we're going to, I I don't think Jane is going wants, I don't think Jameis going to put him exactly at the five, uh, to start the first game, start him at the five. I think it's going to go hit him off the bench. We're going to start Tillman, uh, you know, the whole Tillman, J- Jaron starting five. And yes, I think Steven Adams comes off the bench. He probably, and he probably slowly works his way back up to the starting five, um, in the series. So I, I think Stephen is back and I think Stephen Adams is going to play a good role in the series. Uh, Jenkins, I I feel like Jenkins really just took Stephen Adams out for that one series for obvious reasons, and we, we, he he still knows like what's up. Like Stephen Adams is going to for sure play in this next series, and I'm I do not know why it's been a question. To me, it's not. To me, it's not. It's not a hard one for me. I think Stephen Adams is back, but back to what what we got to do. Power trouble. We got to be better now. Is it, I know I know I know uh. Dylan Bruns is gonna struggle with them fouls, guarding Curry for sure. Cause he Dylan Bruns against Curry is always like the most crazy matchup to watch him like fight through these Koreans, run around because he has to follow Curry around the court all 24 7 because Curry's always trying to bounce off screens, get
1: no. get uh,
0: these cuts. No. Like So, you know, I know I feel like Dylan Brooks is gonna have a, a, a hard time. But Jaron, this is a series where Jaron can really can really you know